Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell. Along with my co-hosts, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer, this week we're taking you inside Pump Rules Scandaval, The Secret Trips to St. Louis and Ariana's New Man, Andy Cohen's Dream List for Real Housewives Casting Revealed, and also Bravo's Housewives Cities That Never Made It to Air. We have Erica Jane's New Vegas Hustle, and yes, it includes a rich older man. And back in 90210, Shannon Doherty's Not So Amicable Divorce. Ahoy! Hi! Jim Chimarie. <laughs> Missed you guys. It's been it's good to see your faces again. How was okay? I you, don't. You, you came back from the dark, and we were in the from, light. I came back. Yeah, was, he is risen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm back. I was. Back. I was. I was trying to figure out what we said, where you were, and because you know we keep, I keep losing track of the things. So I was like, where? How was it in like rehab slash plastic surgery slash? I'm Forever. not gonna lie. I was a little bit disappointed that you guys actually said where I was. Like that wasn't yeah. even a joke. Nice I literally was sitting in the dark. Whereas, yeah, I, I was. I I listened to the opening the next morning just to to see what you said. I was hoping it would be something clever. It was yeah. no. Because I thought truth. it was funny. How boring. I thought it was more funny that you were actually sitting it is, in the it dark was. in St. Louis, like. That's not glamorous at all. Like, at least I, I was listening to uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus's new p- podcast. Don't go listen to it, people. Let, stay here with PCP. But you know, Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus is a is an icon. She apparently has a new podcast because every celebrity has to have a podcast because you know the normal folk can't have anything for themselves. Uh, but she was interviewing Jane Fonda, and in the middle of the the recording she had the power went out at her place and she has to like talk about how the power went out and they had to reschedule because it was during the, the bomb cyclone that we had, a, you know, a few months and, ago. You know, and with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, it's funny you say that because she has a solar power, a solar powered house. No And on the Palisades, mm. yeah. Palisade, I think also a place in I know she's a big proponent of solar. Mm. And so it's funny that her lights went out. <laughs> but it's also it's I don't know how they have it set up but like my grand my grandfather back in the 90s in rural Texas was so interested in solar energy he had solar panels put up on his property and he had lots of acreage um in like you know central north Texas and he was like but basically they harvested you know the solar energy and he sold it back to the to the power company. So yeah. he's like, I like Smart. to just go out there sometimes and watch, watch my, watch my power meter run backwards. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I don't know if that's the deal here in Los Angeles. If they, if the solar power that you get, you sell back basically to LEDWP or not. So that could be it. That still could be why her power goes out. I mean, I don't know. Oh, oh, I thought you meant that's why she is really into solar. I'm like, I don't know between being born to a billionaire and her Seinfeld Veep, Curb Your Enthusiasm, New Adventures of Old Christine. Was she on SNL? She was, I was brief, like, she was briefly on SNL. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like, husband, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't think she has like budget issues. But no. Yeah. 
No, it, no you don't think she just forgot to pay the bill? You don't think it's one of those situations? Yeah. It would really be sad. I do not want to see uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus go down the way that MC Hammer did. So let's just. So, uh, yeah. I don't Bummer. think she too, would. Too no. soon. Too soon. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> That yeah. just honestly made me question whether he's dead or alive. No, no, he's with us. He's with, he's yeah. still with us. <laughs> he's uh, he just poor. had some had some financial issues. That was yeah, that yeah, was the, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, mm. but anywho, anywho, that's it. Like, I just thought it was funny that you yeah. were sitting in the dark, and so like, look, there's other times it we was kind of funny. Make fun of you, so yeah. It, yeah. There's some, no, no, there's some listeners that were genuinely concerned about you. It and, was it was a li- it was a literal and I never and saw any metaphor. genuine yeah. It was, but I also, I'm just going to say this. I never saw any like genuine concern because you guys joked around about me. There was no genuine concern that people were afraid that I might've been dying of COVID when I was not there on, on, on there. Like nobody cared. Um, well, cared no, we, we were polite and didn't disclose your medical issues. We just made up. We, we didn't say what was actually Oh, but wrong. fake, we fake made medical up, issues are not an issue yeah. either. <laughs> No, Dr- what was so. it? Drug addiction? Yeah. Drug Fate, addiction facial and facial surgery. Yeah. Surgery settling. Yeah. Yeah. Those never go out of style. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, mm-hmm. I was, I was out to dinner, uh, wife, Isabel, this, uh, with my friend who was in town and Felicity Huffman and, William H. Macy were sitting near us. And there was a time I would have been a little bit more starstruck, but then I just was, I really wanted to go over there and look at Felicity and go like, fucking justice for USC. Get out of here. Like, <laughs> just leave. <laughs> you can stay, William, but she needs to go. <laughs> like, That's what she's Lori Laughlin adjacent. Mm-hmm. But there was that whole weird thing where people didn't exactly understand why William H. Macy didn't get in trouble. Uh, it was kind of odd, like it kind of all went on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a weird thing where like he wasn't showing up to her court appearances. Like, yeah. do you remember those odd photos where she was holding hands with like her lawyer? Yeah. Like walking in and people were like, this is weird. What, what in the hell's happening here? So I, I, hope, I, I think, hope all is well there. I think, no, I think, I think, so. I think with that, um, she won. They're, I mean, they're probably well off, but they're not. They had both their careers were on the line. Picture like Lisa Rinna, Harry Hamlin. That's like their level of probably income. The point is they needed no, no, to no. save they needed to save one. And so she took the fall, especially publicly, where well, she was being I think I think it was I don't think he was abandoning her. I think they made the decision as a couple, like someone needs to hold the family down and keep their protect their career so he kept, he stayed away from the trial whereas but they L- also Lori definitely went, have yeah. they have more money than harry hamlin and lisa oh yeah but i just meant they're like working actor it wasn't like yeah, like like Lori laughlin's so rich now or but with her you know rich, like like yeah yeah no but like so as a family they could afford the crisis more like the, yeah. i think one of them needed to take the fall because either both would go to jail or their reputations in the industry so i i feel like Lori laughlin also was like i'm not going down alone if i'm going down you're going so she pulled massimo with her mm. like i think i think you're right i think felicity and william h they were just like yeah okay that's this is fine well, yeah, I, I think it was an arrangement to protect the family as a whole. 
And they knew it would be short. Like, I, I mean, she ended up serving, what, 14 days? But they knew it was going to be, like, hers was a lesser charge than Lori and Massimo's. So they yeah. knew whatever it was going to be, it was going to be lesser. Well, look at this. Like, as, as we are, like, three child-free people who know nothing about raising kids, really. <laughs> like, I have though, a cat. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, like, these, there are families, like, where I could see, like, where, why William H. Macy may not get in so much trouble or be in any trouble because, like, what if it is, like, where it's, they're one of those families where Felicity takes care of everything. She's got everything taken care of, you know, and he's he's not involved in that stuff, whereas, like, mm-hmm. where Lori and, and Massimo are involved in every freaking aspect of their kid's life because they've got all this. So they, like, because sometimes it's the dad that's, like, the, you know, the ultra, you know, one about, like, getting their kid into the right school and da-da-da. And sometimes it's the mom or sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's neither, like. So I think that's maybe, like, to me, that rings the simplest and the truest is that... Lori and Massimo are just heavily involved in their kids, period. And like that type of social climbing capital. Whereas for Felicity and William, William is like, whatever you think is best for our kids, fine. Like you're going to do it. And Felicity just wants the best for her kids. And she was kind of like at any cost. Maybe they only had evidence on, maybe they only had the recorded calls with Felicity and she was the one taking the lead in the family. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I think need it's just them simple to, like that. I need them to stay mm-hmm. a happy family because of uh as coined by Stephen Colbert, they have the greatest celebrity um couple name of all time. It's Philly and H. Muffman. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. It's a very Colbert thing to say. Anyway, it's good to be back. That's the long way around. It's good to be back. You know it's been good. You're in St. Louis, you know it's been going back and forth there lately. Or is uh, it just coming out now? How did you not tell us about this? About what all the all the the Bravo that's coming my way? Or uh, yeah, because I mean, I found out we found out about this stuff like in the news and social media. But I feel like in a town that's not LA, every you know everything that's going on. Like I feel like any ce- celebrity sighting would be like buzz all over St. Louis, and there's like a. I don't it, know. It, there's also an indifference to celebrities that, you know, people just don't care as much. Um, I mean, that's you, right. You, Jim Edmonds is a celebrity there because they don't. Oh, really that's right. Well, Jim you Ed, guys yeah, have Jim, more pull. You Jim guys Edmund, have more pull than we think. This honestly, we are a, a black hole well, for uh, for the Bravo world. I mean, because I mean, the 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 the. the the supernova star, uh, Andy Cohen, everything you know revolves around him, and he's yeah. he's, he's all St. Louis. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom, and then yeah, Tom, somehow Tom and uh, Rachel Raquel snuck in a couple of times without anybody noticing. Yeah, like they, the they, scandal. Yeah, like this was pre. When did that story break? Was it like um, February? Was it February? I could. I, I was know, trying to remember. Like, like a, well, it was definitely at March. I think so. Um, I have to look it up now. Keep talking. But like, yeah, so he, Tom brought Rachel Raquel back uh, at the end of December, like right after the holiday, right after Christmas. And Mm. uh, and there's like photos of her, of them, like he basically showed her the sites. Like there's a photo they keep using over and over again as them in front of the the statue of St. Louis um, that's like up at the art museum. Uh, And they were in town. Nobody seemed to notice. 
it was weird. His uh, his family refused refused to meet her. So they like <laughs> the family. So everybody evidently in in his circle knew about the the Rachel. Thing. Yeah, his he brought he brought her home to meet his family or something, and yeah. they felt uncomfortable with that. Yeah. They knew she was the mistress, and he yeah. Well, At least his mom is some. Yeah. Um, friend of the pod and friend of mine, Jessica, she's from the St. Louis area. She's from Columbia, mm. or actually Mexico, Missouri. But um, so, but she was on basically the same flight as Tom Sandoval to Missouri for Christmas. And she had said, it was so, she told me, and this was before Sandoval broke, that mm-hmm. Tom was flying alone to St. Louis, basically to say that Ariana wasn't with him because we didn't know. So at least like Raquel's flying on a separate flight. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like they are, they're being somewhat sneaky, just not sneaky enough. It's you funny. Know? Your friend was on, so your friend was on to something weird, Jessica, that mm-hmm. he was alone, meaning why weren't they together? But what he did, what she didn't know yet, to come was uh, his mistress was on another flight to join him. Yep, they were just they were playing with fire, like just trouble and pump a dice. You know, if people had recognized, <laughs> if people had recognized them taking photos all over the city, and then evidently they went they went up to Chicago for one of his shows right after, and mm. she went with them. She just didn't go to the show because she thought that would attract too much heat, but she was still traveling with them. And then uh, in January, they came back to St. Louis. Tom brought her back. And this time, she, his, his mom did meet her, but it was sort of by accident because they were hanging out with, like, friends at a bar near um, – he's from Florissant, like that area. So I assume that's where his mom still lives because they keep talking about his mom's house. Florissant's, like, North County. It's, it's – it, yeah. Um, evidently, they were all – nice as where you're from. <laughs> No, I'm from Clayton, please. Um, home of Andy. Um, they they were at some bar with his friends, and I guess because of weather, the, the bar had to shut down because there was an ice storm coming. So they ended up going back to Tom's mom's house to kind of continue the party and crash. So his mom ended up meeting Rachel like that. So she ended up having to. Uh, so it was a it, walk of shame. Yeah. It was basically like a walk of shame. And then evident That's like it, that Rachel and, and Tom like shared a bed in in at his mom's house. Oh god! So and, the, and that somehow they is, fucked in there. They totally yeah, some, fucked because oh, they're sick puppies like that. But how did all of, none of this get out? Like I mean, his friend no none of his friends were like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell somebody or even somebody that saw them at a bar. Like I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean, like, see, the public didn't know at the time. So seeing two cast members out, unless, you know, I don't know if maybe they would have known what was going on. Maybe people, and maybe people in St. Louis, too, are just better. Like, uh, you know, they don't, they don't. um, We are. are. Tweet slash IG story slash podcast every Every little that's, run in they have. That's probably true. That's probably true. There aren't any Evelyn Cohen parody Twitters yet that I know of. Oh, she probably gets all that shit shut down real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but so, I mean, like, we if I had seen them in the airport together, I wouldn't, I don't know. Hindsight's 2020. Mm hmm. 
I think it would have just been uh, like like what we're seeing play out on Vanderpump Rules right now. Seeing stuff and and like some people saying even things like I saw this or I saw that, but it wasn't. But I didn't. I thought it was weird, but I didn't think that was happening. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like one of those things. Yeah, like people going back and looking at like Easter eggs and like all the episodes, Mm -hmm. being like, "Oh, we should have seen that coming." Sonia was Sonia Morgan was in uh, St. Louis too this weekend. She was. She posted a a, a series of photos that I, outside of just promoting Marriott, I have no idea what she was doing. Like the she probably got a free room, so she had. But I doubt she stayed there, which is the funny thing. So she, yeah, she was posting photos from like the lobby and out front of the uh, the Marriott Grand that's downtown, down in downtown St. Mm-hmm. Louis. Not an area that um, you want to really hang out at nighttime. Uh, it's a nice old, old hotel, but it's not a place I would go at night. So I, I mean, she maybe she stayed there, but I could totally. I mean- it's like she, we know she's not super bucks up and she isn't, um, she's not a current housewife technically. Oh God, that's sad. I forgot oh, about that. So that's true. true. So she does kind of, she's into travel and I think, you know, I don't, she's what, a Sagittarius. It was a, and is it in a, is it, it was like some kind of appearance or something? She's always well, it, popping it d- up at random doesn't, places. She doesn't, it, it said nothing about whatever she was doing outside of, I think the caption literally said like, and it was kind of to me like condescending where it said like, St. Louis is actually fun. Like it was kind of a necessary <laughs> jab. Um, and then she, and she tagged Mar- the Marriott and she said, thank you, Marriott. And like she tagged Marriott and then she tagged, or she hashtagged Andy. She hashtagged St. Louis. So it was, there was no real, it didn't say what she was there for outside of just a random promotion of Marriott in St. Louis. Um, and taking random jobs at the town. That yeah, it's actually there. fun. Can you believe it? But she, I could she totally. She was visiting Lou behind us. Oh, no, that's back. what I'm saying is that I bet she was not actually staying at the Marriott, but staying at the Ritz-Carlton, which is in Clayton. And the Ritz Carlton is literally a half mile from from one Lou and Evelyn Cohen's house. So if she was trying to get, what she should have done is not hashtag St. Louis. You hashtag Clayton. That's how you what get if she, attention. What if she pulled a Raquel? And what if she yeah. actually stayed with Evelyn and Lou? Oh, I'm just. Saying. I like it because well, then right she didn't under have to nose. pay for I, the Ritz Carlton. Nope, she didn't, she got like you know. She treated like point. the Coens like the like a hostel, and she treated uh, Lou like uh, Tom Sandoval. <gasps> she d- ooh. she does like she comes to LA and she stays with Josh Flag. That's like a yeah. Real she thing. likes to she, she likes to water like, damage. Like a month at a time. <laughs> I mean, she yeah, she's always. I guess when she's not filming, she's just roaming the country. Insulting the cities she passes through. Yeah, yeah. Breaking up marriages. <laughs> I hope people know that we are kidding here. This is not <laughs> real. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> Take your complacent Nate Saver. I'm just creative. Yeah. That's it. Like, I'm just yeah. creative. <laughs> I almost caught If we, I was going to say, like, <laughs> Sonia's just a free spirit. We just love it. (laughs) I was just, I was just about to say, like, let's put allegedly on this, but that just adds to us making it real. It's true. (laughs) 
<laughs> we, don't, we don't know what's real anymore these days. Yeah. Like what is this? This all could be AI. I, I'm convinced we're living in a fever dream of a, you know, something. I don't know. <laughs> if you look at it from the angle that she was pandering to Andy with, by like posting from St. Louis, talking about how fun yeah. St. Louis is and then hashtagging Andy, hashtagging St. Louis. Um, then, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. But yes, I. But if you if you look at it from that angle, then read her thing, and you're like, oh yeah, it's to- totally obvious she's pandering to Andy. She she, you know, I don't. If you said she's not a current housewife, maybe she's angling to get back in the game. Well, Which, no, no, it's uh, she uh, and Lou and New York do have is a, on pause. Well, yeah, oh. New York's on pause. Legacy is or no, New York is new, but the Legacy's on pause, and. Um, but but she and Luann have their own little spinoff, that little travel, them traveling right. show. So, but that could just be a one-off, and who knows? And I'm not sure if that's on Bravo or on Peacock. So, it, I think it's on, I believe it's going to be on Peacock, and it's a spin on The Simple Life. It's called like Welcome to Crappy Lake. Oh, and it's going to be the Countess and Mrs. Morgan stuck in some farm town lake, like St. Louis. <laughs> Yeah, we should look up where this town is. Actually, um, they, yeah, it was, it's a play on the simple life. So, oh, I guess so. She is, and they are going to do. Um, the rumor is this week. I'm seeing it. It, it started back up again in the press. The uh, uh, girls' trip season five will become New York legacy. They're going to do. This is a rumor. I don't know. They won't do Scary Island. But return to Scary Island. I don't know. People were showing it to me and sending it to me. I was like, sounds sounds good to me. Oh my God, Scary Island. The return to Scary Island would be great. Oh my God, please have Kelly Benson there too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, that was the rumored thing. But those casting rumors you see on social media are always just like, a lot of it's fan fiction. Mm -hmm. Not meaning lies, but what they would dream of. Mm -hmm. And then it gains a little momentum and people think it's real but uh, so the casting stuff i don't know but that i endorse it sounds fascinating to me (laughs) you know um oh did you see that actually um andy andy's casting dreams oh that came out he finally leaked them the page yeah the page six had the had the article about it it's so it's such a random thing though. It was like listed as Andy's dream guest who he can't get. And it's like, well, he could just name anybody. He could he could say, Oh, I went for a Michelle Obama and she said, No, sure. Just aim big. Mm-hmm. Don't don't aim like this some of this list he wasn't aiming that big. Well, the house the ones he dreamed of, um, the ones who turned him down essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the one I always thought would be amazing, but she, she, she's like the, she'd be like the Kathy Hilton of Orange County, the queen bee, Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's mm. widow. Yeah. I mean, she lived, that was his Orange County fantasy. And Sheila, what impressed me most about the Dubros when they came on is that they lived in the same community as Kobe and their house was even bigger than Kobe's. I feel like I mentioned that on this podcast a few times. Um, so, I mean, because she, you know, she's like the, the queen bee of the NBA who's bigger than that. Who else was there? Um, on the list of the Chrissy Teigen. That name, Chris, always, yeah. that, that name keeps popping up. Because uh, didn't surprising. Kyle herself say she wanted Chrissy to, like, replace Renna? Yeah. 
But yeah. the thing, yeah, that was always. I know Chrissy's a big fan of yeah. the show. Yeah. But I wonder if Kyle said that knowing she won't come on, but that means that Chrissy will be really nice to her on social media, and then that will help sway haters in her favor. <laughs> Kyle's probably really smart like that. Maybe. <laughs> there was one that I didn't I didn't recognize the name, and then I, I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, it's Robbie Williams' wife. I was yeah. like, oh. I was like, Nate's going to be so disappointed in me. Uh Yes, yes. Uh, I, although I'm disappointed myself in that I don't know if her na- her name is pronounced Ida or Ada. Uh, but yes, Robbie I'm glad Williams. Glad you said wife. it. Uh, so it's <laughs> Ida or Ada Field Williams, who is Robbie Williams' wife. Uh, she is a pop star in her own right and an English presenter. But her husband is again Robbie Williams. So uh, my my short you're, king, one of my many short kings. But you're gonna hate me for this, but I thought. I didn't know Robbie Williams could even afford a lifestyle uh, uh, to join Housewives because there was you? like some, all I know of him was some song in like 2000 that maybe played on TRL. And okay. then recently, I think Drake bought one of his houses in Beverly Hills for like mm-hmm. 70 million. Yep. And then I was like, who the fuck is, how does Robbie Eight. Williams afford this? So and then I he's, found out he's like big in other places. He's, 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 he's a, he is a uh, career very <laughs> similar to Kylie Minogue where they are names in the U S and they have some, some hit songs, but worldwide they're huge. Like Kylie yeah. Minogue here. You're like, Oh yeah, I remember some of her songs, but in her, in Europe, she's enormous. And Robert yeah. Williams is the same way. They're like huge stars. In fact, like he um, on the original run of MTV Cribs, Robbie Williams had one of the most memorable ones where it was his castle. It was his castle in England, mm. like a literal castle. And he, because he's he's a charming bloke, he like he did this whole bit about like showing his bedroom and it's where the magic happens. And he was doing like sex motions on the bed. Mm. Um, it was typical Robbie Williams. Uh, but so he's out, he's had the money for sure. But yes, as far as in the U in the U S he's not as well known, but yeah. Cause I, then the article also said like, you know, they want to keep their private life private. And once again, I was like, who the hell are they? But they, they just re they relocated from Switzerland to Los Angeles. And it's I imagine that sw- Switzerland, uh, place was nice. And the, the, yeah. their tie in is, I guess she's good friends with Crystal. So they actually do have a housewife's tie-in. Mm. So like, even if it was just bring her in as like a friend of, which is possible, but they, they know that the producers would totally go for the angle of Robbie Williams being it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would cons- love to see a Robbie Williams PK feud. A little British, yeah, like British that- bad boy. And he thinks he's a British bad boy. I mean, he's British, but he thinks he's a bad boy. Short King. Okay. Fight. Okay, see, now that's an angle that makes sense, too, because uh, Beverly Hills Bravo operates on this myth that every British person knows each other in England. Like, PK and Lisa Vanderpump went to preschool together, and, oh, you know, everyone's like an old friend from London, and no, mm-hmm. nothing adds up time-wise. So they could, they would do some weird sideways thing, like... Robbie Williams' wife was a server at Lisa Vanderpump's bar in London in like 1984. And they go, what, you know, it P- would be one of those convoluted PK through, who's managed, that guy? PK managed to take that 
back in the 90s and so Robbie Williams knew him then but then he fucked the group over so Robbie hated him and then he went solo and he hasn't talked to PK in 30 years yeah yeah it, was, it <laughs> would be one of music. those the way Bravo plays the way Pro, I mean I guess it makes sense because I'm so stupid I didn't know I didn't know anyone outside of so it's like who's Robbie Williams so I would buy into it This, but they really play this Bravo British myth that everyone in London, everyone with an, everyone with a British accent grew up together in England. I mean, it's, it's a country with a population the size of like California. So, you know, it's like, you know, all Californians know each I other. They right? all know each other. We all do. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. So all British yeah. people know each other, right? Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> and like, especially like with, uh, who was it? Like, I think afterwards that once they fell apart in the feud, um, happened. PK and LVP were like, okay, that was for the show. Like, we were maybe acquainted. But, you know, it's, oh, my old friend, we go back 50,000 years. Mm -hmm. We were at the coronation together. Like, Mm -hmm. that's my British accent. It's pretty good. Um, It's pretty good. Don't pander to It's not great. It's not great. (laughs) It's better than Jennifer Coolidge and Friends, if if that's (laughs) true. Yeah. So no. So Robbie Williams' wife. Who else was like Julia Fox? Julia yeah, Fox. Though that that one, I could totally see Julia Fox being the leak for that one because the reasoning, yeah. like all the other ones, had legit re- like Vanessa Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Bryant straight up said, "I no, I don't want to do it." And like you yeah. know, like like Robbie Williams' wife and Chrissy. That you know they had reasons, but uh, Julia Fox's reason was. Um, I've just got too much going on. What what does she, what does she have besides just randomly showing up in ridiculous outfits and parking like supermarket parking lots and doing random yeah. TikTok videos of, of her apartment, which I, I, which she got blasted for. But that made me like her even more. The fact that she had a normal person's apartment, well, normal relative. Yeah, so probably like oh, in New York, that thing cost a fortune. A shoebox, yeah. Yeah, I didn't buy her. I think, like you said, maybe she put it in there because she does seek a lot of attention. And the the backstory for how she was approached for Housewives was to be a friend of Leah McSweeney's. That would make um, sense. I guess they're friends. Um, but I have to say, it's maybe she was invited to film a party or something. But it's not like Leah had that much clout. And at the time, Julia Fox wasn't a household name. So I don't think they really were knocking on her door like, please, Leah McSweeney's random, oddly dressed friend, we need you. Now she's more relevant. But I just don't know. I think she threw, she does like attention. And I feel like she threw her name. But, like, at the same time, like, how many... I think the only thing that doesn't stack up to me is, like, being a household name. None of those women were household names before they were on the show. Yeah, you know but she I mean? she's making... Like, now people, I think, buy it, like, well, she's a celebrity. But that then she... I don't see what she would have had to offer to be considered for a housewife. Maybe, like, as Leah's dinner buddy for a scene. I mean, I could see it as, like... a her being offered a friend of, you know, being in the running, but like being thought of as a friend of for a while, because yeah, because she doesn't have as much like going on at that time. And then, but at the same time, if they're wanting to try to start to like, you know, before doing the whole like new way of doing New York, we'll see how that works out. But uh, 
going, starting to try to like skew it younger, the cast younger, you know, if you bring in somebody else who's Leah's age and start to like, you know, let's let's piss off Ramona some more so she can really stick her foot in it and get canceled and we can like fire her with cause. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I know I have a skewed sense of celebrity, but I didn't know she existed before she dated Kanye. So I just don't uh, see how Clearly, she... you never saw Uncut Joms. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty famous from that. I mean, she yeah. was the star oh, that, of the that, movie. That, Outside of Adam Sandler, she was the star of the, of the movie. But that, too, was, I think, after... I just don't think she lived a life that had her on Bravo's radar. I think no. that was... Because oh, no. the article does talk about that, too, when people say they've been approached for Housewives. There are varying degrees and stages... Mm-hmm of casting and some people they might get a call from a producer because they were suggested one phone call and they never hear back again i've met a lot of people that way um who who've been through that process and bravo doesn't consider them in the running and it was a brief phone call and then others might do so the article debated at what point do you say you were in consideration mm-hmm. i'd say a test reel or they do a home visit too Mm-hmm. They do a home visit to kind of see your house, see your family, where your potential is, like what dynamic would play. But I think a lot they they call lots and lots of people just as an icebreaker, and I think some of these people throw their names in there that way. And the, evidently, Bravo hates that. Like when people promote themselves by saying that they are considered, then Bravo immediately no longer considers them because they don't. They're like, no, that's supposed to be like a, a secret process. We're not, we're not going to continue. Yeah, yeah. Until you see them filming, like right now, they have that newer, that new lady. I think her name's Anne Marie on um, on Beverly Hills, and we saw her filming, and that's when the news, but you know, that's when it started going. She was photographed at a filmed event, so then you could take it seriously. But every season. The reunion, say a reunion wraps at 10 p.m. that night, 8 a.m., people are tweeting rumors of new casting, and then mm-hmm. that you never so. find out. It's never that transparent, and you never find out that early. Mm-hmm. No. So, I mean, I worked on That's why people. when they cast I- me, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I worked on two Bravo shows last year, mm-hmm. casting department. So, yeah, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, the, and the casting for those shows started way after reunions. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's like, and, but, but the, they do like connections to the cast and they do ask cast members mm-hmm. for recommendations. That is true. Absolutely true. It doesn't have to be best friends, but they like yeah. people who know, who know, you know, in order to bring them in and to order to like kind of create that drama. But I would say, I would say that you're considered considered in the running. If you have a recorded interview, mm-hmm. that's when you're in the running. Yeah. Cause at least you're being shown to um, executives. There's something on record of you in the process. Well, I mean, actually everything's documented. So even if you got a, Phone call, yeah, but like, I mean, but I mean, you know, like footage, but, like I mean, but yeah, but once you once you've interviewed and had all that and had a reel done and everything, then yeah, definitely. I I do feel though, Jordan, that there are some cities that 
you definitely could be cast in, but they just haven't, have never made it to air, these cities. They've been considered, <laughs> but they never made it to air. There's plenty of them. Doesn't say like Real Housewives of Encino, but like, <laughs> no, that that exists. They're, yeah, it they're already exist. there. They're already there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like, Real Housewives of Chicago. It's great. That's that's surprising to me that that one. I mean, so I know surprising. they they kind of tried it. They they well, the I guess the problem with it was is that and um, they were trying to base it sort of around um, uh, Tinsley Mortimer because yeah. she moved there, but they were but Andy was like. But she's just a tra- she's a New York transplant in Chicago. It's not quite the same. So, so Andy was like, "We need, we want to try to cast people who have roots in Chicago," and they were struggling with that. And let's also you- be honest. Actually, Tinsley wasn't even a New Yorker. The oh, girl really? Is like from like South Carolina, but also basically raised in Palm Beach. Like she was from. Oh no, no, she was from Virginia. Virginia, that's Virginia. it. Virginia. But then basically raised in West Palm Beach. And she would just like go up to New York for society stuff. And so she never lived there. Like she never well, lived in New York. She, yeah, she hadn't lived there in a long time when she was married to him. New York was never her city. No, so, no you know, she, she lived there for a matter of years, but like she moved, she was living out of town and moved back just to film for the show. She wasn't a New York resident. But, but she also. But, but she, yeah, because she like she stayed at Sonia's and then she lived in that hotel. hotel. Like she never put roots down. So, so she, she was just was, floating. I mean, that's Tinsley. I mean, God love her, but she just floats. That's her. She's yeah. just like floating from person to person, city to city. Yeah. So I I agree. Like, but I also think that there's like I think there's some like probably really interesting people in Chicago. It's just a totally different vibe though, too. Like, I could. and as I think we've said many a time that Nate Safer's younger sister, Samantha should definitely be on that uh, show. Her and her friend, I could, I could cast a sh- an amazing show just from my sister and her friends, the socialites that they are. I love uh, it. And that would be a fantastic show. But in, it, but it, instead they do something like cast Juliana as a, as a Chicago in. Oh. Because she lives in Chicago now, which that's that's the thing is that they didn't want Andy didn't want to do that. Like she, Juliana and Bill do live in Chicago. She raises their kids there. She has a a several very successful restaurants in Chicago. But I don't think anybody in Chicago considers Juliana a Chicagoan. Mm-hmm. She's just she's a trans. You know she's a you know she's from L.A. but she lives here now. That kind of thing. And like I know, so they released this list. That's what we're talking. We got yeah. two lists this week: yeah, yeah. one housewives who never were, and one cities that kind of never got off the ground. And so the ones were the ones they won over that they admitted to were Chicago, San Francisco, and wine country, meaning like Sonoma, Napa, which is just outside San Francisco, um, Houston. Instead of Dallas, they went with Dallas. And then the other one was Greenwich, Greenwich Connecticut, which I was always pushing for on Twitter. Because um, it's my, but the common thing they said with these is that they just they couldn't get the casting right. And they said specifically with Greenwich that it was just too close to New York and Jersey. Mm-hmm. Like they said the people that they would cast probably would have already been you know, eligible for New York, basically. A lot of them, yeah, a lot of those people, like especially those uh, those Wall Street people, they have a home in New York, a home in Greenwich, and a home in like the, it's the same circle. Mm-hmm. 
But it's some of these casts, I don't, or some of these cities, I just, just because a city has uh, wealthy people, I don't think it necessarily translates to reality TV drama. Mm. I don't think like new. Bravo tested the waters with San Francisco a little. They did million dollar lists in San Francisco, and it was one season. It's I don't know the vibe, the attitude of a city's different. It, not that it's less aspirational, but maybe less flashy. Like say tech, San Francisco versus LA. Tech people are also very boring. Yeah. True. They're just, they're just boring. They're, you know, they're interesting if you're very, very drunk, if you are like, but like for the most part, they're not, they're not flashy. Like you said, Jordan, they're not flashy. They're not like going to do all that stuff. They're just, and I'm not, (laughs) they're boring people. There's a reason that they make money doing what they do. (laughs) If the wives aren't boring, you know, the husbands will be. Like I, her, her name escapes me, but like Zuckerberg's wife, if she were a housewife, just imagine how boring Mark Zuckerberg would be as yeah. you know on any episode. Mm-hmm. Just it's all this can be. Yeah, and like wine country. My sister lives in wine country in Sonoma. Um, I don't know. They seem like very nice people well, when I visit. It's, it's, it's not- the, the the people that. If if he wants people that have roots there, that live, you know, the people that vacation in Napa. Would not, you know, that might be the people that would be interesting on a show, but the people that like own and run the vineyards, they're not the, I don't think they're people that would want to even be on the show. Yeah. I think there would be some, but it may not be up in like Napa, Sonoma. Maybe it would be more like in, um, you, you know, down here, like, uh, and the name is escaping me right now, you know, right outside of Santa Barbara, like Los Olivos and, and mm-hmm. that area. Um, but what it but it couldn't be a housewife show. That's my opinion. See, okay, Andy, we need to have a discussion. If you want to do one around wine, I think you should do do one that's like called Wine Wars, and it's about wineries that hate each other and like <laughs> what they do to like undercut each other. I mean, definitely, we're not talking about sabotaging, you know, each other's crops or anything. But I'm sure there's some there's always drama with it. Any industry. And I think it can be exploited, but I don't think it's a housewife show. I think this is more like a, a business versus business type of show almost. Mm-hmm. So let's talk, let's right. talk about that, Andy. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Right, <laughs> I'll get evolution on the phone too. The, the one, the one I always, my, I think I, I Googled, or I didn't Google, I searched Twitter because I put I put out random things at night, my ideas when I'm stoned with Bravo casting. This is from years ago, and I stand by it. For Greenwich, it should have been centered around Stephanie Seymour. Um, former supermodel, stunning, mm-hmm. married to a billionaire. Um, I don't want to throw out, uh, right, you know, she has those two, well, one has since passed. Um, but she had, at the time I tweeted it, Harry and Peter Brandt, very front row fashion, kind of super cool and iconic one since past. So, um, but I just mean, she is like the prototype housewife, but I mean, I don't know they have so much money too. They don't need the show. She could, that's the other thing with a town like Greenwich or say you do something like San Francisco and you go to Atherton where there's major tech money. Real billionaires aren't going to do these shows and they're not going to show their lives. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need people like... Cause you need people also, like Dorit. Well, because people with real wealth don't aren't loud. 
Like they say, like wealth doesn't scream, it whispers. So people without real wealth are the ones who are loud, who are buying the flashy cars or doing those. Mm -hmm. People who don't really have that money or have it, but don't have as much as they want you to think that they have, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I I, I think of the perfect example of, of, now she's just a friend of, but Jackie on Real Housewives of New Jersey. And everybody was shocked mm-hmm. to find out like she had so much money invested and like stashed away, but she never showed it. And she's like, yeah, I get to spend my money where I want. She's like, I can, aff- like, I can afford to send my kids to college. Like, I don't have to worry about that. And she's like, because also I don't have a McMansion. I don't, everybody doesn't sit on a fucking throne and everything. So yeah. Oh God. Jennifer Aiden's throne and her mm-hmm. Ferrari and her yeah. 19 bedrooms or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, like, the, that's those the are the that, kind like, they're looking for. Exactly. Cause Jackie, like, while I really like Jackie and I'm glad that she's still on there. I mean, I think she's not necessarily exception to the rule, but she has been derided as being like somewhat boring at times. So I get it. Like, it's kind of like, like wealth is quieter. So, you know, but. But she's willing to, but she's also from New Jersey, so she's willing to talk smack. So Jersey's a whole different place. Like, yeah. Yeah. And some of them, I just don't think they translate mm-hmm. the shows, the cities. I mean, it, it came down to Houston and Dallas. They went with Dallas. Um, I mean, I was surprised they even got Dallas. I mean, I would say, like, with Houston, I think they should have gone almost a more like, another Atlanta type of route because it is so diverse in Houston too. And actually even could have leaned more into the Vietnamese community that is very, that is huge in Houston as well. So you could have had a really another like very multicultural one, which would, would I think be surprising for people to look at like Texas that way and go, really what Houston? Like, yeah, I was thinking, I was, I was thinking more like a Dallas this shit, like oil money. Oh, I mean, yeah. like Cadillacs with cattle horns on it, the Ewings. Yeah. yeah. They never caught that either. I just don't think they, I don't think it was that there was anything wrong with Dallas or Houston. I think it wasn't executed well. And nice. it's more, I don't know. It's more the network's fault than the city's. It's hard to find the, the right people, like who wanted, yeah. willing to do that in certain communities. So, yeah. You know what marriage or ending marriage would be perfect for housewives right now? I think this is great. She's an actress. She has ties to this. She has ties to 90210. Ties to. She starred in 90210. So, which kind of makes her spelling adjacent, even though I think they may have gotten in like a fist fight back in the day. I don't know. Oh God, Rick Solomon. She was married to Rick Solomon. What are the other? I I don't even know where to go with this except you saw right Shannon Doherty's divorce on TMZ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Especially when you're told to um, that when Shannon's rep is t- is telling TMZ that Shannon didn't want to get divorced and quote, unfortunately she felt she was left with no other option. You can contact Kurt. That's her ex soon to be ex-husband agent. Collier Grimm at picture kid as she is intimately involved. Yeah. That was, they are first, at first I was like, that is bold for the lawyer to say, but it wasn't the lawyer. No, it was, it was, the, it was Shannon, the rep. Yeah. Shannon's rep outed, um, 
her husband for having an affair with his agent, right? Mm-hmm. Her lawyer would never because her lawyer knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not the queen, the, the, the disso queen, Laura Wasser, is not going to do a slight like that. She, she will cut you in the dark. She will cut you like she will stab you in the back. She will not do it in the press. Like, how mm-hmm. often is Laura Wasser actually released statements? Right. She just works, yeah. in, she works in the shadows. Shannon's asking for support from him. Yeah. Her, her filing said she's open to support from him, but she's not willing to pay. Mm-hmm. Pay him. I don't know her finances because she's at a rough. She's at a rough go of it. I mean, I think she's struggling with breast cancer. Yeah, and she had that issue with her house. And well, she also had a, an issue with um, it, the cancer. Almost bankrupted her. She was diagnosed mm. in 2015 with breast cancer, and there was. I don't know if you remember. There was a whole thing. She didn't have insurance. Like her insurance had lapsed. But she blamed it on like her representation for forgetting to like That's, yeah. continue to pay her insurance. So she claimed she had no idea. So she essentially went into breast cancer treatment with no insurance. She sued the reps for millions. I don't remember how that worked out. But so yeah. she was starting in a very bad spot that put her into a lot of debt. So yeah, like her her husband's he by by portrayed he's listed as a photographer. He might be a very successful photographer. I don't know. Mm. His name is Kurt Izwarienko. I probably just totally butchered that name. But the yeah. fact that she is claiming trying to get support from him might seem to think that maybe he makes more money. I don't know. And there's no prenup. They didn't have any kids. They were married for eleven years, but no kids. So that's always yeah. a little easier. That eleven year mark. I mean. I've- in some, I don't know about California, uh, but I know in some some places, ten years is a big ten years is a big mark for things like alimony and support and things mm-hmm. like that. So this uh, it, it it's her third marriage, and it honestly it did a lot better than the other ones. The first one, uh, yeah. famously, she was married to Ashley Hamilton. I remember when that happened because she was a Shannon Doherty was a really big deal in the early nineties, like when nine hundred two when yeah. I was blowing up. So I remember when she married Ashley Hamilton, who only people only knew because it was George Hamilton's son. But they were only right. He was on the he was on that reality show. Remember they had a Kardashian style one a Mm -hmm. few years ago. It was like not keeping up with the Hamilton. I don't know what's happening with the Hamiltons. I don't remember what it was, but I watched every episode. Yeah, that was him. And they were married for six months in 1993, mm-hmm. 93 into 94. Then she, like you said, she was married to Rick Solomon uh, in, in 2002. But that was annulled after nine months. So, mm-hmm. and then this third marriage was 11 years. So she did a lot better, I suppose. Yeah. They say, um, this, I mean, it really sucks because she's going through that cancer battle. And I've heard about how men cheat on their wives when. A lot of men don't stick around when their wives get very seriously ill. There's like a whole. It's like, it's like, honestly, the sad thing is that it is more surprising when the husband does stick around, which is Mm. sad. I mean, just from me being a woman and like knowing friends and knowing plenty of women who have been through what, what any type of cancer or serious illness. And I've, and uh, it's on my TikTok, but like I long years ago, I had a boyfriend and he was down in San Diego. So it was like long distance, but um, I remember just having this feeling about him. And so one day, like I asked him, I was like, well, look, you know, if, 
if I got into a fiery car crash, like, and my face was burnt and like a lot of my body was burnt, like we're married, you know, like, would you still love me? And he was kind of like, and I was like, dude, seriously, Mm. especially because basically he wanted me to like leave LA, like give up my career here and like move down to San Diego where he didn't like, and I don't care what people do as long as they love what they do, but he didn't even like what he did. And he like, barely made any money, wouldn't have, and I was like, so you want me to move and still take care of us? Like, I'll be the breadwinner. Yeah. I'll take care of everything. But if I get, but if I get in a car crash and I get maimed, you, you're not going to take care of me after I've spent like however many years taking care of you financially? And, but I didn't break up with him right then. It still took me a couple <laughs> more months. And then I asked him again and then he did that. And he, he did the same thing because I was like, you don't, you don't see me as a human being. You don't see me as an actual person. Like, you don't really love me. It was like, oh, I broke up with him like a couple of days later. So, Have you seen that? that I think it's a Twitter thread, social media, this thing. People make fun of it, but people all start asking themselves. It's like, would you still love me if I became a worm? Have you seen that? Like <laughs> no. some girlfriend asked her boyfriend, like, would you love me if I was a worm? I would it's just, the, I would just say yes because it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, yeah, and then I, I would, it was I would whole, say yes if um, and, you remember the the charming British worm from the movie Labyrinth, like yes. that that lovely who invited them in for tea. Um, yes, if I would, I would, I would, yes I would marry that worm. Sure, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, I saw this and it was people like, and I, I don't know if it was meant as a serious question or just like what you said, Stacy. Asking, like, would you love me basically no matter what? And the answer is kind of like. I mean, I think it's, but I, 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 I think it's an important question to ask somebody and to like, because it's a way to gauge their, their character and their sense of commitment to you. And I think we all deserve that, you know? And I think, I think too many times, like, guys will say something funny and this would be a moment that I would want, you know, I would want an honest answer, even if it's the answer I'm not, I'm not looking for, which obviously I didn't get before, you know? And he was trying to like jokingly put it off, but at the same time, like it was honest. And I was like, Mm. well, that's, that's the answer, Stacy. You can ignore that answer and keep dating him and do something, or you can listen to it because there's a reason you asked that. And I'm not saying... No, we're not criticizing Shannon Doherty at all. Saying that she oh yeah, that. we. I'm sorry, no. we got like sidetracked. Yeah, we totally did. Yeah. We totally got sidetracked. Yeah. But, but oddly, but I, think- I give us points because this was a sympathetic sidetrack, yeah. and I wasn't like yeah. breaking down her royalty production productions. Mm-hmm. No, it was very. It was very. We're growing. Yeah, we're like- growing. I see you need you need my feminist touch on this podcast. <laughs> you yeah. guys don't up, go completely. Yeah, remember a few Jordan a few weeks ago when Stacy wasn't with us and you tried to become a feminist icon that episode on your own. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It didn't really take, but you tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we're talking about someone from nine hundred two and out, and I don't think I've said the spelling last name more than once or twice. That's growth well, for me. That is true. When she and she burned the spell. Twice with charm yeah. as well. It's true. R- one quick addendum too is that I also would say, just like on Succession a couple episodes ago, I think it would be perfectly acceptable for an extremely rich man to ask his his girlfriend, "If I lost all my money, would you still love me?" 
Because yeah. that's the equivalent that a lot of times men will like throw at women of like, you know, that whole thing. It's like, well, you know, you know, well, well, that those are her boobs if they're gone. Da-da-da. Or if she's sick and she can't do what she's supposed to do. I'd be like, well, okay, well then what if, what if he lost all his money? Is she just supposed to, cause that's, that's, that's what we're told. It's Erica to Jane. <laughs> Erica <laughs> Jane. Right. Like, yeah. look, if you've got a business arrangement, that's fine, but you know, chill out. You know, Erica Jane, actually, she's rumored to be marrying another 80 year old man. He's Ooh. 80. They say he's worth about 200 mil. He owns the South Point Casino in Vegas, Ooh. which is like one of the off-strip resorts. It's the first big one when you're driving into Vegas, like in the yeah. 15 from L.A. It's the first big casino you see that's still part of Vegas. There's that you mm-hmm. know, state line and everything, but that is the, yeah. really the first one you see. So there's that rumor, which is cool. I mean, I mean, don't don't another, forget. It. I don't know if there's a dating app just for like a seeking arrangement, but she really does have a knack for men in their eighties mm-hmm. with lots of. She also has a and, stomach for it. Yeah, and you know her ties to Vegas now that she's got her residency over the next uh, the year. Her residency at the House of Blues in uh, what I don't well, even they do which think, hotel it was in. They do think this boyfriend the. This boyfriend pulled some strings for her to get it, yeah, and also it's not that it's we're not talking a Britney Spears, Celine Dion. No, this, they, they this didn't, is like a they, lounge act. They didn't build a theater like they did Celine, like specifically for that. She's playing the House of Blues inside Mandalay Bay, but I technically she can say she is a Vegas resident, like she has a yeah. Vegas residency, even though it's at a small venue, barely on the Strip. But still, they can't take that away from her. Right. It's like a, it's more of a lounge act. I don't think Cirque du Soleil will be descending from the ceiling as, <laughs> as uh, yeah, as Britney Spears glides by. Yeah. No, but I, I see it being more on par with the um, the 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 Vegas act that Whitney Whoopi Goldberg had at the beginning of Sister Act, like before, yeah. before she had to be yes. join the, the convent in Reno. Yeah. yeah, in Reno, that that is Erica Jane. You know, as a new relationship, though, you were bringing her up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It debuted at Coachella last weekend. Ariana. Mm-hmm. And and what's his name again? Daniel Y. Daniel W A I. And people keep people keep saying that's her new boyfriend, and I'm like, that's this is her rebound. Just let her like, let her fucking have fun. Come on, just stop putting all this pressure on her. Like, well, let her the, do her thing. They had the, the the two TMZ had the two. They were it was them making out at Coachella, and people were like, it's Coachella. Everybody, you people make out with people they don't even remember at Coachella. But yeah. then what what caught TMZ's attention was that he drove, uh, she drove him to the airport a couple days later. And of course, there's that age old cliche about how it must be serious if you drive somebody to LAX. Which, God. to be fair, yes, but. Uh, they basically they consider that to be a, a, a couple. I can see, and now he's like answering questions. He's he's a fitness fitness influencer who does have like a bit of a following. He has like fifteen thousand followers. It's probably up now that, and, and this is probably his whole point. Like he's given off serious like um, Adnan Galib vibes, like we've talked about before. The Britney paparazzi guy. They totally like mm-hmm. latched on to Britney at her weakest. 
I mean, obviously Ariana and Brittany are not comparable, but I could totally see him latching on to her to get some clout because it, he is getting clout. He's getting, but something. I mean, it's and mutually beneficial though. Yeah. Right. She's latching on. And right now it's everyone's rooting for her. It's she, she went to Coachella with him, a public spectacle. Um, that was, I think it's like her. Yeah. I think it was a revenge move. So it's me. He might be latching on to her for clout, but she's also using him to maintain her clout right now in that he's a pawn. I don't mean she needs him for fame. I just mean it plays right into this team Tom. No one's team Tom, but you know what I mean? (laughs) This breakup story. So I was like a mutually beneficial, mutual, mutual scam, scammy. I mean, with some hopefully really good, you know, sex in there too. But so, there you go. Which apparently, you know, sounds like Ariana has not had in quite a while. Because, like, yeah. who wants to who wants to sleep with, like, smelly Tom Sandoval? I mean, the rumors abound, have been abound for years. Well, it was always that, like, Kristen Doty smelled like, like cigarettes and coffee all the time. But yeah, apparently Sandoval and Doty were, like, a couple that smelled like cigarettes and coffee all the time. Because apparently, like, that's what Sandoval smells like. And somebody said that he that they took a picture with him like about a year or so ago in town, like at Tom Tom or something. It said he had the worst BO they'd ever smelled. Like he just smelled horrible. Like so wanna, maybe she I didn't want to sleep with him because he smelled yeah. all the time. Yeah. I wonder if it's, um, he's one of those weirdos who doesn't bathe regularly. Like, um, but, who, but who thinks they smell Ashton, like, like Ashton Mila and evidently Brad Pitt is actually a, a like an au natural kind of guy. And it doesn't oh, no. uh, by a lot, by the accounts of people who work with them, it doesn't work in his, but he's Brad Pitt. You can get away with it because he's Brad Pitt, but evidently he does not smell great. We need to yeah. stop letting beautiful, famous, and rich people get away with smelling bad. I'm sorry. we got to start yeah. being honest with these people. Oh and I God. don't know. I, well, I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess Johnny Depp does not smell great. I would. I mean, I don't. You. He just pictures of him. They don't, he looks like he doesn't smell good. You, yeah. He looks. Yeah. But also with Tom, the other thing, too, is it's not about the pasta. You know, certain substances you take that get your heart rate up also make you very sweaty Mm -hmm. and very anxious. And I wouldn't know ever, but I, I've heard that. I mean, he, think about it. He drinks a lot, smokes a lot. Yeah. Drink, drink, snorts a lot of pasta, possibly allegedly. (laughs) And I I just think he's a very sweaty, gross person. Yeah, yeah. He probably too with his thing. I I, I don't know because I don't have that any hair, but especially that level of hair. He has that long. You know, he probably those people keep their hair greasy. Yeah, you know, like it's a look they don't. But so I have that feeling that he pomade. also that he smells like when you like mildew, like when you don't Mm. dry your clothes all the way all the time. And like when you don't, if you've got a front loading washer, you don't allow it to air out or you leave your clothes in for like, he smells like that. And he's 40 years old. Like to me, that used to be like college boy smell. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But once, once you're out of college, men should not smell like that anymore. And if they do, that's a problem. 
Like, yeah. no. Like, they could still have a mattress on the floor at 25, but if, the, if they smelled like mildew still, no. Uh-uh. So, yeah. But at 40, no. You don't have a mattress on the floor. You have a fucking house, and you know how to dry your clothes properly. God. Yeah, he's definitely gross. There's something wrong with him. God, he doesn't even smell good. That's really... That we know of. Yeah. You never. Do you to, I mean, what could you do? Could you? Do we have to say allegedly to that? Are we damaging his perfume line prospects? His scented I mean, candles. I'm just referencing other other people's quotes. You know. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm saying. I, I think we just need to say it loud and proud. Tom Sandoval is disgusting and smelly. I like the smelly part too because it's very, it's very just like childish and cuts to the core. Like you, you suck, Sandoval. Sandoval. No one likes Gross. you. You're smelly. You're smelly. You're smelly, Sandoval. I bet you pick your nose and eat your boogers too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I just re- real quickly, I apologize. I, I'm going to recount my um, statement about Johnny Depp smelling terrible and looking like he smells terrible when he clearly smells like Sauvage. He probably smells <laughs> himself right. in Sauvage. So probably, I don't know what that smells like, but that's what Johnny Depp smells like. Sauvage. Sauvage. Yeah. Where he's out he in the, the in desert Sauvage with wolves day. for some bizarre reason. <laughs> he's out there with a guitar and wolves. Perfume commercials, they're so... They're so weird. They're so weird. (laughs) Existential. (laughs) But they get the biggest stars. It's, I mean, it's good money, I imagine, but like the biggest stars possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'll take the money. Give it to me. Well, on that note, if you guys want to support Pretty Corrupt Podcast Chance at a deal with Estee Lauder, we've been working on a fragrance that we don't want to give away too much. <laughs> but, yeah, no. But. Smells like corrupt. What did it be called? Yeah, oh, I like that. I like smell <laughs> Corrupt by Lanco. Corrupt. <laughs> well, Pretty Corrupt by Pod. Pretty Corrupt. Like- by Storic Lauder. Well, Storic <laughs> <laughs> I just keep saying Estee Lauder because they have like the biggest box in cosmetics. So, honey, we aim we high. won't turn down any offers though. But yeah. anyways, <laughs> make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and review Pretty Corrupt Podcast, right. and share with friends, family, whoever the smelly people in your life. If you want to like. We're kind of shaming people into bathing more, so that might help you out. Also, go on social media, Twitter and, no, TikTok and Instagram. Almost had Pretty it. Corrupt Podcast. You almost had it. Yeah. TikTok and Instagram at Pretty Corrupt Podcast and Twitter at Pretty Corrupt One. No, we don't care there. that we never had a blue check. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah, that's same. right. We're old money Twitter now. Those blue checks were like we like we didn't we didn't need to show off just how no. influential we are or were. <laughs> so who wants to say goodbye? Aloha.